Hello everyone, uh, welcome to another episode of the Football Chronicles. Um, this is Edgar Ramirez, and as every week, uh, here I have uh, Sebas. Sebas? Hi everybody. Hey Sebas, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm a little sick, so I apologize for my weird sounding voice, everyone. Um, but you know, bouncing back, and, and that's why actually we didn't do an episode last week because I was not doing well at all. <laughs> but yeah. but it's been now, a while. It's been I think it's been uh, about three weeks that we haven't uh, since the last time we did a podcast. So I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't I don't have an excuse for the other two. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys know that we love doing these, but unfortunately, it's not our main job right now. So we have other duties to to do. But yep. But here we are. We are happy to be back and to talk a little bit about Champions League today, and uh, from the matches that happen and the matches that are about to happen. So yeah, yeah. So so like you said, today we're gonna cover the quarterfinals of the Champions League. We're gonna talk briefly about the the matches that that occurred, um, the four um, first leg games and the upcoming games. So let's let's get started. I think. Um, I want to talk. I want to start a little out of order and talk about the the match that surprised me the most, which was the Ajax versus Juventus. Um, and well, and I, I see that, that. I think that one surprised everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. but I mean, okay, let's talk about it because does it really surprise you if Ajax beat Real Madrid? No. Right. I, I mean. It surprised me because, you know, like Real Madrid had way more known players. Right. But Real Madrid was not playing well. Exactly. You know, like Real Madrid is playing very poorly lately and they had to change to make a bunch of changes and now Zidane is back. So they they were, I think the team was not ready for, for this Champions League, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So that, yeah, not a surprise to answer your question. Okay, no, so not a surprise. Not, not a but surprise. but still, Ajax is not has not been. Uh, you know, I mean, it's surprising to see them in quarterfinals, at least on paper. Uh, but anyway, so let's let's talk about the game itself. I I didn't watch it all. I, I remember. I'm, I'm trying to remember, but what I do remember is that Ajax had so many chances. Right. I mean, the the one one is really misleading because they could have easily won by several goals, and I believe Juventus only had one chance to score, and they did. And of course, Cristiano Ronaldo scored um, that that one goal Juventus had. Um, so, yeah, even- I don't know. I, it was a very odd match in the way that I think Juventus, as you said, they controlled the whole the whole game. They were. You know this this team that was always getting into the goal and you know being very assertive in passes and I don't know I I, I agree they 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 deserve it to win right but well, you uh, mean, you mean Ajax was I mean I, yeah I mean I'm talking about Ajax yeah yeah but uh, yeah I think uh, yeah I agree with you I, I agree that they 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 
it was a very good match, but it, but I just controlled most of the match. I think. Yeah, it, and it was surprising. I mean, and it's surprising to see that, right? I mean, you don't ex you no one. I don't think. I don't, well, at least I don't think a lot of people had in their book that that Ajax was going to to get as far as they did. And really, they they made Juventus suffer in that game. And by the way, I have to say because it's coming back to me that goal that David Neres scored from Ajax was absolutely beautiful. Uh, he crossed it from outside the box, um, and yeah, I mean the, the goalie was not able to do anything uh, about it. So, so again, uh, really impressive about Ajax. What now that we're talking about Ajax Juventus um, tomorrow's game uh, or Tuesday's game at two p.m. Central is Juventus Ajax. What do you think is going to happen there, Sebas? I don't know because Juventus has the advantage right now. Because mm -hmm. they score an away, an away goal, right? So technically, they have the they have it right. Like I just has to score, and no matter what, right? To probably keep the odds on their favor, right? So I believe I just is gonna start playing very aggressively and trying, and they're gonna try to score at the very beginning, because if there is a tie, Juventus is gonna is gonna win, is gonna pass to the next right. stage. So Ajax needs to win no matter what, and Ajax needs to be it's probably going to start playing very aggressively, and yeah, I, it's an away match for Ajax, so I don't know how is that going to play. I mean, we saw right. that Ajax did very well against Real Madrid and stuff. <laughs> yeah. so, <laughs> no. they didn't. They didn't care that they, they were in Madrid. Care. Yeah, it's a team that they, they don't have any pressure because you know whatever they do is going to be right. fine. That's, that, it, so. that is a good point to us. That is a great yeah. point. Exactly. I mean, and when they played against Juventus in, in Amsterdam, they played like they had no pressure. And I'm just thinking that that's exactly how they're going to feel uh, or what they're going to feel tomorrow uh, or, or on Tuesday, that they have no pressure to 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 win this. But, you know, that's, that's probably a good thing, right? Yeah. I mean, Juventus has Ronaldo, which is... Why they pay a hundred million euros for for this player, and it's for this moment. Yep. You know they played all they paid all that money not for the for the Serie A or for anything else. It's just for this moment. Yep. So I don't know if that's gonna be a factor tomorrow, probably as well. Yeah, and and it wasn't the last match, so us. I mean, yeah. the, who, who scored the goal was Cristiano Ronaldo, right? I mean, he if if they had, I I just. If they had lost in Amsterdam 1-0, or on, let's be honest, it could have been 2-3-0, it would have been rough um, for for Ronaldo. Uh, but anyway, I, I think... Uh, what, what do you think is going to happen tomorrow? Who do, who do you think... What do you think the score is going to be, and who do you think makes it? I'm going to put my marbles to... I want to say Ajax. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> I, th I know Juventus is better. It has a better lineup. It has Ronaldo and everybody, like, you know. Right. Everybody's good in that team. <laughs> like, most, most, almost everybody. But I don't know. I think maybe they can do it. You know, they have the stamina. They have the, you know, there's, like, this motivation, they are, that inner motivation. They, they, right. They beat Real Madrid. They say, well, hey, why cannot... Why can't we not do the same thing right right now again, right? Right. So, I don't know. So you think? But I, th I think Ajax, yeah. 
And how, what do you think the no, score is going to be? I think it's going to be, be? Gonna be very slim. I don't think they're going to do something crazy, but probably like one <laughs> nil or something like that. One right. one, and they go to penalties and they <laughs> make it whatever. But. Oh my god! <laughs> Could you imagine that? Oh, that would be so hard to watch. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think. What do I think? That's a rough one because you have two things, right? You have on one side the 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 man, right? You have Cristiano Ronaldo who tends to show up in these moments, right? Especially in the Champions League, uh, when when you need him. So I could see him pulling them forward and and making them qualify. On the other hand, you have the the uh, small team, like the what do you call this? Like the 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 up and comer, you know, the surprise of the tournament that mm-hmm. that you know, and and those sometimes make it all the way through, right? Like the uh, brings to mind the Once Caldas or oh, the one that Copa Libertadores, oh yeah, or or the Cienciano that won the Sudamericana, the only Peruvian club that's ever won a international tournament, by the way. Uh, you know, th- those, like, stories kind of always just, at some point, right, they happen, and maybe this is it for, for Ajax. So, th- that's it. I, I think Cristiano is going to win this. I think Juventus is going to win. I think, but Juventus is going to win 2-1. That's what I think. Okay. And, and they're going to make it through. Okay, so you go for Juventus and I go for Ajax. Okay. Yeah, l- let's write it down. Uh, yeah, let's write it down and see what happens, right? <laughs> yeah. Juventus, I have Juventus Ajax. Edgar says Juventus wins two one. Sebas says Ajax wins. You said you said one one or zero one. Let's say zero one. Okay. All right. Now let's do. Okay, so let's do. Want to move on and talk about the Barcelona Manchester United? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So, well, they played in in in. In Manchester, in Old Trafford, in Old Trafford, sorry, I'm very dry today. <laughs> <clears throat> and they played there, and Barcelona won. So Barcelona has uh, it was an own goal at the minute twelve, and that pr- basically changed everything because I don't know. I have the feeling that Manchester through the whole match they were just following Barcelona. You know, it was like they were chasing them all the time. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, was it wasn't kind of a very odd. game. It wasn't a very good game, and I I don't know if they lost concentration because they they had that goal against them. I mean, I, I'm talking about Manchester United. I don't know if they lost concentration, and they were just trying to come back. But it was very odd because I think they were just chasing Barcelona. Barcelona was controlling everything. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The it it, it was. Uh, I don't know. I, I watched the entire game. It's, I still don't understand why they called that an own goal. Because to me, it was a Suarez goal uh, when I saw it. And I, I didn't even realize that Luke Shaw had touched it. So that was kind of weird. Um, yeah. but, but whatever. Um, yeah, I, I watched the entire game and it was... Honestly, at the end, it was kind of boring. Barcelona was doing kind of what they wanted. They were controlling the ball. Manchester United maybe had a few chances here and there. But nothing that was extremely dangerous. Um, and so, honestly, I don't really have much to say about this game. Other than I don't see... I mean, it would be rough. So, I don't see how Manchester United can beat Barcelona. But let's remember that they did beat PSG in Paris. And they made it through. 
Um, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. But I don't know. You know, I think from what we saw last week, I'm not sure if they have any, like any of those teams have what it takes to be champion this year. I think Barcelona had a very few chances of scoring and the very few chances they had, they were not very accurate. Yep. And for like the remaining of the tournament, I think it's going to get tougher and they, they have to start scoring more goals. Yeah. I don't know if that's if they are not being accurate because they already won the La Liga in Spain, so they <laughs> basically they are kind of like being lazy or what's up, but <laughs> but I don't know, like I have I have the feeling that Barcelona is not as accurate and precise as they used to be, you know, like lately. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I think they tied their their last league game, they tied it zero zero. I forget who they played. Like, they played against a really small team, like I think Wesca or 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 some uh, team like that. And yeah. they had a few <laughs> chances, but they didn't score. And granted, the starting eleven didn't play. They played with all subs. Uh, but still, like it was, you know, it's it's kind of weird uh, to see them miss so much, uh, especially against a small team. So anyway, um, I. I, I don't I don't see how Barcelona loses this I, I really don't I think Barcelona will win uh, in in Barcelona maybe 2-0 um, I think Manchester United has played significantly better now under uh, Solskjaer versus what they were doing with Mourinho let's not forget that you know let's yeah. let let's let's put it in perspective right they were a really crappy team a few months ago. And today they're better. They they beat PSG, you know. They they've kind of done a lot already. Um, yeah, and they don't have. This is not his team. He's taking right. what was left of whatever Mourinho did. Ex- so, exactly. And he's doing the most. Like for that's for sure like an issue as well. But I think uh, I think they're following his instructions very well. And I think uh, the the team is very. Uh, they're appreciating a lot of like this coach. So. I think so. So hiring that way, he has a, a good advantage. Is that he's a a good motivator, right? He's also like kind of like a I don't know how you say that, but probably like a Guardiola for the United because he was a player there and he has a, he was an institution there, right? So I, I think uh, yeah, you're right. Like we, we should uh, we shouldn't judge the Manchester United that hard because they had a tough path. But, but yeah, I think Barcelona is gonna. They have all their odds on their favor. I think. Yeah, I think so too. So what yeah. what do you think? What do you think the outcome of this game is? No, I think it's gonna be like two 0 Okay, so, so we say the same thing. Two 0 at the very least. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair enough. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna say in parentheses at least for seven. At least. At least. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really don't know what else to say for that game. I, I also think that Barcelona as a club is being very like smart in a way. And, for example, like I said, most of their starting 11 players did not play this weekend. They saved themselves for this Champions League game. That's smart. Messi, back in the day, would want to play every single game that he could... Uh, unless he was injured, and you know that yeah. that's really not good for you, especially especially at this point in the tournament. Um, yeah, but let's let, let's uh, we shouldn't forget that now he's over thirty. So. Right, right. <laughs> no, that, that's true, and and I think yeah. I think he's realizing that as well. 
So anyway, I think it's going to be an interesting game. I have to say that if I have to choose, I would definitely watch the Juventus Ajax before I watch the Barcelona Manchester United. Yeah, yeah, me too. I think that's some of the most exciting match tomorrow. Yeah, especially because that Ajax team plays really well. They play beautiful football. Um, so that and and you're going to and Juventus for sure is going to want to win this. So it's going to be interesting to see that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um All right, so moving a little bit forward, do you want to talk about Manchester City against Tottenham? Yep. Um, okay, that was very surprising because, of course, Guardiola's team, the perfect team, <laughs> the A team, the A team, the A team, Los Magnificos, Los Magnificos, Los against the. I don't know. I th how do you will say Tottenham? Probably. I don't know. They are very historic and important in England, but they have never won anything important. So, right. You no, know, they're kind of like an underdog. But anyhow, like they won. I think uh, it was a uh, very surprisingly. I think uh, I don't know what happened. You know, like always, like Manchester City is very good at scoring goals. Yeah. And having like I don't know, very very offensive. Uh, I don't know what happened to them this in this match. Um, yeah, Sonny is, is such a good player. I think, oh my god, like, he's, he's so he's great. Ma he's so great. He's making such a difference. Yeah, he really I, is. When you need him, he's there. I mean, that's just like every time I see a highlight for Tottenham, he always scores like the important goals. Um, it, I mean, it's it's absolutely. Uh, he's a great player. Um, yeah, very skilled. I wanna I wanna do a small parenthesis. I mean, we haven't sure. done this podcast. I'm oh, sorry, Edgar, but just one small parenthesis about this. Yeah. Um, we haven't done podcasts in a while, and we missed, uh, we didn't talk about the friendlies of the national teams. You remember that Peru played against, uh, I don't know, like, what did you guys play it against? Who, who was the player? I, the I, I don't remember. Well, anyhow, you see, <laughs> that's why friendlies sometimes are not that important. But anyhow, we played against Japan and Korea. Uh -huh. And we played against Korea, and Korea won. Uh -huh. And Korea, I'm telling you, is a great team. No joke. I was watching them, and I was. It's kind of like a South American <laughs> team. L those guys are definitely. Do it's like, I don't know, like Samsung, dude. Like, <laughs> you know that uh, that in the 80s, if you had a Samsung, was like, eh, and now you get a Samsung, and I'm telling you, it's like the latest whatever. So the the, the uh, hottest technology. The hottest technology. So I think right now it's the same thing. Like that team is playing extraordinary, and wow. I think this guy is part of that change. Is part of yeah. that movement over there that is making South Korean soccer uh, way better. Way more competitive. I mean, we've seen it in the World Cup and stuff that they are doing great. So, yeah. so yeah. I just wanted to do that parenthesis to show that this player is not something, uh, you know, is a is a is extraordinary, but it's not out of the ordinary. It's something For that him, Korea, right. yeah, it's, that Korea is organizing there, and they have a probably like they they have a good players all over the, the Europe, and and they have a very right. good league. So yeah. This is the result of that, right? Right. So, no, that's that's a good point. I mean, that's that's a great point. And I just have to. Well, were you gonna say something else? Sorry. No, I, I just wanted to close my parentheses. That's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Wait. No, I'm gonna reopen your parentheses for a second. The reason why I was a little cheeky 
and said that I don't remember who Peru played in those friendlies was because we played against El Salvador and lost to zero. I know. I thought you were going to mock me, and you did. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Let, let's not talk about it. Let's close the parentheses again and never open it. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I mean, man, Son, I, I cannot wait to see him play. Ooh, a couple of interesting things. Kane is injured, so he's not going to play tomorrow. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. a loss. Well, and here's the other really interesting thing about that. Tottenham has not lost a game whenever Harry Kane wasn't there. So, whenever Tottenham has, has played without Harry Kane, they haven't lost. They, In fact, they've won their games. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, interesting, uh, right? Because you would think yeah. he's a massive loss, but apparently they've really... What, and I was listening to some commentators over the weekend, like talking about like the when I was watching some Premier League games, and they were saying how whenever Harry Kane is not there anymore, the team becomes a little more agile, a little faster, and Son and maybe uh, that guy Lucas, the Brazilian, mm-hmm. um, kind of like feel a little freer to go through the flanks, flanks and and draw in the the midfielders and the and the and the defenders and free and it frees up Deli Ali and Christian Eriksen to do whatever they want. Uh, so so super interesting. It's it's I am excited to see that game actually. Um, and see Tottenham play uh, on Wednesday. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, to wrap oh. up to wrap up sorry to to wrap up the the one zero. Uh, of last week, Tottenham deserved that win. They played. They played well. I mean, Manchester United was really good too, but Tottenham was better. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens because for me, Manchester City was a favorite not only to win this this key but to win the tournament. Yeah, I I don't know. I think uh, the winner of this branch is probably gonna make it. Like got to the final, I think. Like, Oof. or it's it's, a, yeah. it's gonna be a strong candidate to win this thing. Interesting. So, I I don't know. I hope is I I like Tottenham how they're playing and also like they have a uh, Davinson Sanchez playing there. So, right. I have a that's the only I think the only Colombian left in this thing. So I really want Tottenham to move forward. But again, you know. Just like Guardiola is so good, man. I know. It's the best coach ever, so we don't know. It's hard to play against that it, guy. It's re- it really is. That's the one thing that stops me. If he weren't in the picture, I'd be like, yeah, Tottenham goes through. But man, I mean, Manchester City, yes, they can create chances out of nothing. Yesterday I was watching a Premier League game, and you see uh, the goalie, Ederson, I, f- I, feel it, I-, I think is his name, the Manchester City goalie. He crossed the ball from the goal all the way to, like, I think freaking Raheem Sterling. I mean, and created a chance, you know, for them to score a goal from the goal, right? From his goal all the way to the forwards, and he was able to create a chance just like that. Bypass everyone on the field except for the player he was looking for. I mean, it's ridiculous. I don't don't think there's many teams that can do that, And, and, and Manchester City does have... Manchester City has way has a lot of ways to score. That's really mm. what it boils down to, to me. Yeah, they always find a way, right? Like a yeah. way to to win or to like to make like the pass that is gonna like 
right unbalance everything and yeah <laughs> i know what you mean because i i think that's they take the guardiola's like touch right like yep. to make to break the ordinary and to at some point make like the team scoring some way or another but um tomorrow they're playing at home i strongly believe that they have a lot of chances yep but i will i will say that i would like Tottenham to win so i don't know okay so your prediction for manchester city manchester city i think they're gonna tie one one and Tottenham is gonna because if they since they're gonna tie one one then Tottenham goes to the next stage right Oh, I don't know what to say. This is the hardest one for me. I have I have to be completely honest. I mean, <laughs> e even I, I was even hesitant about the Juventus Ajax, uh, but to me this is really the hardest one. I I think yeah, I think that Guardiola is gonna win. I'm sorry uh, to our sports fans uh, who, who are listening. Um, although they have to win at least two zero to go through, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's not easy. That's why I'm saying that. It's not easy, no. It's not easy. It's not easy because also I think if they, Manchester City scores, then Tottenham is going to push a little bit more to score because they are playing, uh, you know, in Manchester City's home. Right. So if they score, even if they tie, since it is an away goal, it's better for them. So I right. think they're going to... The odds are, like, for Manchester City because they have a better team or whatever, but Tottenham... That goal that they scored at home and that win that they had is definitely an advantage. It's huge. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. It, it almost feels bigger than it... Than it norm to me, like as I'm, as I'm thinking through it, it feels bigger than it normally should. Because... Uh, and and the, reason why I'm, the reason why I'm saying that is because of something you just said, which is that Manchester, Manchester City is going to want to attack. And Tottenham has a lot of opportunity to be able to counter-attack, for example. From mm -hmm. from Manchester City's uh, uh, push, so oh man, I don't know, I don't know what to do. I'm still gonna say, I think I think it's gonna end three one for Manchester City. Oh, I got it, God, You are so optimistic. All right, <laughs> okay, that is that's what you think. <laughs> write it down. Write it down. I, I did. I did. I promise you. I I wrote all of this down. Okay. All right. And you're gonna move forward to our last brand to our last bracket. Yep. Okay. Well, the next bracket is Porto Liverpool. Uh, Port Liverpool <laughs> won in uh, in Liverpool <laughs> in uh, in Anfield, and I don't think Porto has what it takes to win this thing. I want to say something about that match, even though I like Salah a lot. Yeah, I think that was that was very dirty, man. I think that deserved a red card. Oh, the I don't know that he stepped on the yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, the, he he stepped on a on a player. Yeah, on his leg, something that is very illegal in soccer because right, he was. I think he didn't even have the ball. None of them had the ball. Um, Salah stepped on his leg while the guy was on the ground. That for me was a red card. I don't know right. why they didn't do that. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I don't know. I I think it was an it was an oversight for sure from the coach from the coaches from the refs. Um, I don't know. 
but yeah, but it's weird because they have all these technology now and all these right, right bars and stuff, right? Yeah, that's true. I don't know why they miss that, but I don't know. I think uh, it was interesting also to see Casillas there. I think they some of the fans of Liverpool. I don't know if you saw that, but they were like clapping and <laughs> they that's were happy true. to see Casillas for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, here, here's what I think about this. I don't see how Porto can win this. Um, I, I watched, I think it was some of the game, and Liverpool did what they wanted. I mean, the goals that they scored even were really good. Um, so, I don't see it. I mean, they could surprise us. And so here's where, I, here's where I think this gets interesting. I think Porto could potentially surprise us and win this. It's extremely unlikely, very unlikely. It's far more likely to me that Ajax beats Juventus and far more likely to me that Manchester United even beats Barcelona. Well, not far, more likely. Um, But where it gets interesting, Sebas, is that Liverpool really wants to win the Premier League. Yeah. And they are close to it, close to win that thing. And so. they they beat Chelsea this weekend. I watched the game. It was an awesome, awesome game. Um, and Salah scored a beautiful goal. I'm sorry, I just <laughs> need to tell you. But it, it and and that's the priority. So it, I I mean, I wonder if if all the players, if the starting who's gonna play for Liverpool uh, on on Wednesday? Is it going mm. to be all of them? Maybe they'll save some players, you know. It it'd be interesting to see. And if they do that, maybe they'll be maybe you know it won't be strong enough, and and they would lose. But again, unlikely. But that's the reality of the of 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 this, right? That they really care more about the Premier League than the Champions League at this point. I think yeah. at least. I think for in 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 this scenario, I think they have the odds to win both. Right. Because. You know, like, I, I think they're going to win against Porto. I think even if they don't score any goals and they are they play in a very defensive way, which I don't see it because Jurgen Klopp that is, doesn't play like that. No, he doesn't. But even if they, whatever happens, I think they're going to win this one. And they're leading in the in the, in the Premier League. Right. I th- but, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think they have the, the odds to win both, but we will see. <laughs> I don't know. But they yeah. they have they have to like, I mean like I- I'm imagining that Jurgen is thinking right. He's thinking, do I save players now? Like, do I make Salah and Firmino rest now? Maybe, or, or do I risk them? Do I make them play, and then maybe what? I make them rest the next few games. But I really need them from the for the Premier League. And then what if they get Barcelona or or you know I guess whomever they get is gonna be really hard, right? If they go through to the next round. So, so I I would think that because they want to zero because they think that it's gonna be a potentially an easy game that they, he may rest some players on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But. I see it really unlikely. I mean, even if they play with the reserves or whoever. <laughs> <laughs> the reserves. <laughs> I don't know. I think that Liverpool, I think this, I think Jurgen Club found a way to make these players be extraordinary. Yeah. I don't know. I think they have they have it there. I don't know. Okay. So, my prediction is that they're going to win 1-0. Okay. 
in Porto and that's it. <laughs> okay, that's what you think. Yeah. One. Oh, one nail. Liverpool wins 1 0. All that said, yeah, I think they tie 1 1. <laughs> and, okay. uh, and I think they're going to put some subs in to play. In the match? Yeah, I'd be very surprised if they don't, to be honest. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so what do we have? So let's, let's recap. So we, for Ajax, for Juventus Ajax, I said that Juventus goes through and that they win 2-1. You said... That Ajax wins. That Ajax wins. 1-0. One, 1-0, one one yeah, and they go through. Wait, and then for Barcelona Manchester United... We both agree. Both agree. It's 2-0 and the Barcelona goes through. Manchester City, Tottenham. I said 3-1. You said 1-1. And you think that Tottenham will go through. Yeah. Yeah, And and for Liverpool, we both think Liverpool is going to win. Yeah. That's exciting. Depending on on the lineup, if if Jurgen Klopp decides to bring the the full team to this Liverpool-Porto match... We're probably gonna see like four nil or something. <laughs> you know, we're gonna see something crazy. I think that happens. But wow, okay. I don't know. I I yeah. I mean, this 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 Porto team is not terrible, but at the same time, yeah. I mean, they're not good enough <laughs> to beat yeah, Liverpool. No. Okay, so I I just wanted to mention a couple of things. Um... I think yeah, we're wrapping up the episode today. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Um, I just wanted to say that we are going to try to get a little more uh, effort into the podcast and try to make sure that we publish at least at least twice a month, if not, hopefully once a week. Um, and yeah, I, I appreciate everyone for listening. Sebas, do you want to say anything before we wrap up? Uh, no, we are actually. Uh, you know, if you guys want to, if you are English speakers and you want to listen to the Spanish podcast, feel free to do it as well. It's very fun. We talk about a lot of Latin American soccer, but also like international as well. Uh, if you guys want to learn a little bit of Spanish, that's a good opportunity for you to do that. Just an invitation for you guys to also, if you, if you guys have the opportunity or the time, maybe also try to do that. Yeah, that's, that's but, a good idea. Yeah, but just on, on that remark, I just want to say thank you, and we hopefully see you uh, next week. Yeah, thank you very much. Don't forget to listen to us and to follow us on, on social media. Thanks. <laughs>